0: Hey, everybody. Chris Haddon, Jason Balin, co-founders of HardMoneyBankers.com, REI360.net, here with this week's edition of the show. Important question. Are you stuck in the fee side of real estate? As you can
1: see, we are live here in our Columbia, Maryland office. Change locations a little bit. We're in front of one of our many gigantic whiteboards. Have a great show in store for you today. So sit back, hang tight, check it out right now.
0: Okay, let's break it down. The the fee side of real estate versus the asset side. This is something that you kind of already know, but probably never think about. It. Yeah. At least not enough. And we're about to break it down and you're going to learn a couple important things that could very well change the way you look at real estate. <clears throat> yeah,
1: this and is your a, business. This no. is kind of a 101 topic, but a lot of people just aren't doing it. Um, and you know, it's it's a 101 topic that actually by just kind of understanding this, you can take what you're doing now and turn them into some black belt strategies with just some simple tweaks, uh, some mental changes. So let's dive into this thing. So when we talk about fee-based income, we talk about as real estate investors, wholesale deals that you're making fees on, flip properties that you're you know, you're flipping and nine months later you, you get money out of. As a real estate agent, when you sell a house, the money you're making there, yep. any type of business that you're involved in, the transactional income that is coming in, or the fees that are coming in for it. It doesn't have to be real estate. You can be an attorney uh, or your CPA sure. and- The vast
0: majority of real estate professionals sure. are making fees and fees are good. We're not knocking fees. I love fees. If you want to give me a fee, I will take it. Um,
1: and, we make, and we make fees every day and we need those fees to kind of turn into right. our next point of but this. Here, so go
0: ahead. Here's the big thing that we want to point out today, uh, a mistake that many people make and that we have seen a lot with ourselves and with our friends and partners over the years. As your fee income is going up from your business, as your business is growing in your career, you think that the fees are going to eventually make you rich, that so you're going to increase your annual income to the point of one time or one day you wake up and you're like, because of all these fees, I have a ton of money Yeah. and it doesn't happen. And we have friends that would attest to that too. Like you know, as, as our business is growing and some other people, real estate agents, attorneys, other people that we know, the same conversation would kind of happen every year. Like, yeah, we made X last year. It was great. Had a really good year. Income's going up. It's an impressive number. I don't know where the hell it all went, but it did come in the front door. And there yeah. are reasons for that. I mean, number one, obviously, is taxes. The more, so, you,
1: more you make, the more you got yeah. taxes. And there's, you know, we know a lot of tax advantageous strategies, but at the same time, it's still a big tax nut that's that's getting paid out.
0: Yeah. And I think it's important to, to um, make peace with what fees are for and what assets are for.
1: Yeah. And, you know, keep in mind, typically, okay, I want to make twice as much money as I made last year. Great. Everybody does. So I'm going to wholesale twice as many properties. I'm going to flip twice as many properties. I'm going to sell twice as many listings that I have, mm-hmm. and you're right, your top line will Double. Right? Just like that. It's, it's going to double. You're going to make more money that way. But the bigger picture thing, which is the entire topic that we're talking about today, is using that money to invest and to buy assets. Because the purpose of an asset is they can grow a lot quicker and a lot stronger than your fee-based, than your fee-based money ever will.
0: Yeah. So let's finish up on the fee side and talk about what it is for just so you can mentally prepare. A lot of this finance and business stuff has to do with human psychology. So let's put this stuff in its place. The fees that you make in your business are to pay your bills, your monthly budget, right? And to pay your taxes too. Hopefully you're making quarterly deposits. Um, And the fees allow for small contributions over to the asset side. That's what it's for. Don't think that this fee side is gonna like, you know, make your bank account explode. Unless there's some kind of outlier crazy situation and you start making $5 million a year, in the vast yeah. majority of real estate, that's not the case. So let's just you know use it what it's for. Um, over on the asset side of things, should we dive in over here now? Yeah. Is that, Yeah. 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 I mean,
1: that's. Right? I, I hope that everybody under, understands that. I mean, use that income as the money coming in, and you know, the expenses are all of these particular things, and whatever that overage money is, that's not included. Uh, with your expenses and obviously the more you make, the more of that overage money it's going to be. Doesn't mean the more you make, the more you're just going to drive your expenses up. The more you make, that's the chunk of money that we're talking about and it can be a few hundred dollars a month, it could be thousands of dollars a month, it could be tens of thousands of dollars a month, but the purpose of this is determine whatever that amount is, that's what we're going to get to.
0: Yep. Okay, so over in the asset side of things, in this side of real estate, this is where people build wealth, for real. And that could be on a large scale with Donald Trump type stuff, or that could be on a small scale, like I have a rental property, or even your primary residence is included in that. Um, For most people, income, real estate, and primary residence, that's gonna be a common thing to have. And self-directed IRA is a great tool in real estate too. Lending money, I put an asterisk there because that's gonna end up over here. I think that the way that will function and grow doing loans like we do, acts like an asset, but it does get taxed annually with a 1099. So I, I put that asterisk there. Um, and some longer term fund stuff, a lot of people who are being, who are passively investing in bigger stuff like um, raising equity for commercial real estate, like our friend does, things like that, that can turn into long term capital gain situation, definitely on the asset side of things. And.
1: Where I mean, they, I mean, there's there's lots and lots of lots of different asset classes many, that many you that you can invest in. These are just a f- small example. The purpose of this illustration is to take your fee based income and turn it into assets. Obviously, the first type of asset you want to turn into it is something that uh, is tax deferred or something that you can write off your basis. But as we all know, that's limited. You know, there's only so much money you can put into a SEP or a, a traditional IRA or some sort of self directed IRA or kids 529. Right. I mean, obviously, those are the first things because that's coming right off your tax basis. But after that's up, yeah, you know, you're paying taxes on that income, but it still needs to get put into an asset because going back to snowball uh, conversations we've had, of, you know, we've done a lot of videos on snowballs. Each one of these is its individual snowball and it'll grow and it'll grow and it'll grow and it'll grow. Yeah. And it doesn't matter how much is in there as long as it's consistent on a regular basis. If you put $100 into every count, guess what? You have $1,200 by the end of the year. So, and this is money that, you're leaving out of your day-to-day operation, your day-to-day expenses. After that's all filled up, instead of it just keeping it in your checking account where it's just gonna get gobbled up with life, because that's just what's gonna happen, you're putting like that into assets. That stocks, it doesn't matter, you know, obviously they have to be good appreciated assets, but at the yeah. same time, you know, it, it just needs to be an asset that you're putting it towards.
0: For sure. And something that we've come to realize, how are we doing on time, by the way? Good. Something we've come to realize and that we're trying to put out there, spread the word, our you know, clients and friends and everyone else, and to work on daily, daily ourselves, is just a mindset shift between these two. Mm. Like everybody always talks about this. It's always about like, how much did you make last year? What, how much money does this person make? Blah, blah, blah. What's on your uh, you know, 1040? What's on your W2? What came in there? There isn't even a document for this side. Not only are people not talking and not tracking about it and not worrying about it, we don't even have, we had to make along with a friend of ours something to even track this stuff because uh, maybe there's some software out there or something but it's not anything I can name we all yeah. know this we all have this conversation how much money does X person make but we're ignoring the important stuff
1: Cool, yeah. huh? and i mean this is a That's well we and, and this turns into a well-oiled machine that y- you can't make enough fees quick enough doesn't matter what your dollar per hour mm-hmm. is to outperform what your assets are going to be and that's, and that's the purpose of it. I mean, we could do twice as many loans, flip twice as many houses. Yes, our income will continue to go up, but it's never gonna be as strong or as powerful right. as the assets will appreciate um, and, 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 and continue to grow. So, and another real interesting tidbit related to the asset spreadsheet, which, which is, puts things into perspective. It makes it a little bit easier for you. You move things around on that asset spreadsheet. So let's say you save, you, you fee base, you save $50,000 and you buy a house and you're like, oh, man, I spent $50,000 on buying (laughs) a house, right? That's that's hard for people to fathom. They're like, I just wasted 50, I didn't waste 50, but I'm spending, I spent $50,000 on a house. But it's not gone. But it's not gone, and I'm going to show you why. So inside that asset spreadsheet, it goes from cash, which was a, what was here into equity inside a property. So for instance, let's say you bought a $400,000 house and you got a $350,000 loan and you put $50,000 into it. That $50,000 is still here. It's in an asset. It, moves it just from one moves from one column to another, it's just sitting there, $50,000. So when you do you know, a network, a net worth, sorry, a net worth calculation, at the end of the day, it's still gonna, and that's your only asset that you have right now, that $50,000, at the bottom comes up right here. So you move from one side to the next, and that's a big thing that as soon as you can grasp that and see that on a regular basis, Mm -hmm. and you're plugging things into your Excel spreadsheet, asset spreadsheet on a regular basis, it makes it a lot easier. It's like, cool, I just bought $5,000 worth of stock, and now it's fake money because it's sitting in my uh, you know, stock portfolio. No, yeah. it's not, it's sitting right here. There's real, there's real sense, real dollars to it, so.
0: Real real thing, one, one more quick story um, before we wrap it up here, but there's one that, a story that's been floating around for the past few years, and it, it really illustrates this point well, and really how powerful assets are in making money, the, the ability of money to make money. A few years ago, when, when we were getting started with H&B, we were a few years in, and our, our business was growing, and you know, income was going up, and we had a pretty good year, and around that time, we also saw the 1099 for interest income that we sent to one of our larger investors. And granted, he had a couple million bucks and there wasn't any like ridiculous amount. I mean, a couple million bucks is a lot of money, but it's not like a crazy amount of money, right? Um, and his 1099, the number on it was larger than what we made from our own company. His couple Wait, million bucks- with a lot of had work more, for a, a year. had more earning <laughs> potential than our entire year of work day in and day out of doing everything we do yes, here at HMB yes, and we love it. He did nothing. He didn't do anything. Yeah. Right? And so, granted, there's nothing easy about getting a couple million bucks liquid, but you get the point. You see yeah. how powerful that is. Yeah. You see the focus on here. On any of these assets. Any
1: of these assets. Any of them. All of them. The purpose of an of asset is it, gro- it grows over time and, yeah. you know, they all have their own ways of working, but, you know, you, you, you wake up and you look, you look back and you're like, wow, like that Money made a lot of money for me. And again, it doesn't have to be start with a ton of money. It, no, it really doesn't. I mean, a few hundred dollars, dollars turns into from. a few thousand dollars, and a few thousands of yeah. dollars turns into tens of hundreds of millions of dollars. Down the road. It's so only, it's, it's only that simple. One way to get there. So All right, cool. Well, hope you guys enjoyed the show. As always, like, follow, share, comment below. We certainly appreciate it. Until next time, I'm Jason and this is Chris. Peace out.